Daca um beijo. Daca, daca. Daca um beijo. Não sejas má. Não sejas má. Não sejas louca. Daca um beijo da tua boca. Oh, I think that's Portuguese. Our first Portuguese song. That was amazing, man. I love that one. Thanks, Tony, so much. Carlito. Wow, can you believe that? Another international song. <laughs> I love it. We've got a very special guest at the end of the table. We've got Tony from TC Installations. This is really exciting. We've been trying to get Tony in here forever. Dude, I watch this guy on Instagram. It's one of the people I actually follow. Like, this isn't just about the podcast. This is someone I actually follow. I actually look for... You know, you know sometimes I get to meet people through the podcast. And, you know, just... Yes, yes. You're, you're meeting people. You're actually one of the people I like watching and seeing what you're doing. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to be here, you guys. Well, I never got to meet the guy. I'm lost so for words now. No, he's I here. I really appreciate yeah. you guys having me here. No, this, this has been great. How this are is, you, Manny? I'm great, Carlito. How are you? So Good. we've got Tony from TC.Installations with an S dot Inc. on Instagram. Yes. We're going to talk a lot about what you do and how you do it. Ooh. But before we get into that, we have a little segment. Yeah, but before even that, oh. we want to say a big shout out to Skylux and Mark for Perfect. believing in the construction life and changing the industry and everybody in it. That's it. Thank you very much, Mark. Skylux Studios, a Skylux Roofing, and uh, we enjoy recording the podcast here. That's We sure do. So let's get back to our first segment. Nice. And that will be history with Manny. Manny. The budget's getting bigger and bigger every <laughs> single week. I've got an interesting question for you, gentlemen. And I think this is right up your alley, uh, Tony. Okay. I know you're a big festival boy and you're a Ooh. big dust extractor guy. Nice. Somebody want to tell me who invented it and what year was the very Ooh. first dust, dust extractor. extractor. And I will give you a hint. It was the Germans. Uh, well, you just got... Of, of, of course. course. <laughs> I, that was the one probably thing that I would have got right. But that's not the question I'm asking. I'm asking who and when. Okay, who so when? knowing Manny, he usually always says like 1800s. <laughs> no, my questions, my team of analysts. Okay, so <laughs> I can look back to me being in my 20s. I saw the fast tool and the extracting tools even back then. You got to go a little further back. So, uh, no, but what I'm saying to you is I saw it 20 years ago. No one was using it because it was so expensive. That's right. We're so, not talking about expensive. So I'm here. thinking, I'm thinking the early eighties. What do you think, Tony? I think it has to be a bit further back. I don't know. I think so. A lot further back. Yeah. No way. Yeah. A lot further back. Okay, okay. Give us the drum beat. 1921. <laughs> wow. What? Far back. By a gentleman by the name of Wilhelm Belth uh, from Ludwig, Germany. Wow. 1921, nice. he came up. He pioneered with a three-filter design that we are so familiar with today. You're kidding me. 1921. Dust wow. extraction back cool. in 1921, and it's only been recently that people have been getting smarter on job sites Can, about dust extraction. Did they use a horse with that? I have no idea. <laughs> you know what's funny is that I actually did come across the drawings of it, and it looks like... A steamboat. No, no, it looks like a huge version of what we're so used to today. It You're just looks like a massive me. version of it. So cool. he already came up with the idea, and this is the same idea that a lot of woodworking shops are using. Right, so when you go to either Brenlo or you go to any of those yeah. places, and you go outside in the yard, and all of a sudden you'll see those three tanks. Oh yes, yes. That's that. Well, you know what, man? Thank was... you for that. And that was 
history with Manny, Manny, Manny. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. All right, let's get awesome. back to our special guest, Tony. So, Tony, when did you get started in this business, man? Well, it was back in 90 and the 96 97 well i don't know how far back you want to go when right? did you get the book for way. construction well from infancy i would say my parents they gave me a little hammer <laughs> a little probably hammer. a steel one it was a steel one wasn't a toy one so <laughs> i would probably say i was about three years old i would say you know i grew up in the city we had the second kitchen in the basement you oh. know all that you had the quart free you know the Cantina, cold room. So there was an archway there. We'll add subtitles to the podcast. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually want to go over right now. <laughs> so, was, was there plastic on the couches? Uh, actually, we didn't. Oh, you didn't? You're we one didn't. of the few that we didn't. didn't okay. Sausages hanging. <laughs> <laughs> but they gave me this hammer, and they would allow me to nail on the casing of the doorway up to a certain height. No was, way. Yeah, really? I, I couldn't believe it. Wow. And we lived there for a long time. You know, it was left there for, for, I can't even remember how long it was. When I got older, obviously you don't do it anymore, but it was still there for so long until my dad started renovating the basement, right? So it was kind of cool to see that. I wish I had a picture to prove it, but, um, but, <laughs> but I was kind of But you got a memory, so that's was, better It's sometimes. a good memory. Yes. So, but fast forwarding it, uh, out of high school, I majored in uh, building construction. So it was a cabinet making course and framing course. Nice. One year was framing. Second year was the cabinet making part. And even before So this that, is early 90s? Uh, so I, I went to Central Tech. So oh, my God. Central, Central Tech guy. Yeah, I and, Central and Tech. you know what? Here, This is a really important point. These tech schools are so important yes. for Very. such guys like you and me and Manny. We like, should get Central Tech on this show. That would be a great idea. I think they only play soccer there now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure they still and do And by that. the way, when I was growing up, that was a tough school. It, it was a tough school. It was a tough school. Some of the um, toughest guys I know. Like Western Tech, too. Same thing. So there's always So you were there at what, what age? So what? I was there in 92 and graduated in 96. Oh, and then went right into construction. Took the construction, but I loved mechanics, too. Oh. So I was like, what should I do? What should I choose? But I like the woodworking part of it all the time. So I always l enjoyed that. You're Portuguese. <laughs> I guess it's in the blood, right? Um, so, but at the time when I graduated in 96, there was nothing going on. It was kind of quiet. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was taking an extra half a semester. Believe this or not, I majored in math co-op. So I ended up working at CRBC through the so temp agency. You did a math co-op and they, they put you in a bank? They put me in a bank. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't make so, sense so, to me. No, but this, this this is a good start. This is a good start. Okay. Okay, watch. I did that for a bit. I got hired by their temp agency. I worked there for about six months, but I decided it, it wasn't for me. Started looking in the want ads. Then I found a shop that was looking for some help or whatever. But the CIBC part of it helped me kind of organize things. So Your business. Business, filing, all that jazz. But again, that was the good part of it, but... It was a teller, you know, I was that teller, CSR position, they called it back I then. can't picture you suit and tie? Y yeah. Well, or dress shirt and tie? It was a uh, dress shirt and tie. Yeah, yeah I can only picture and Tony and... Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? I, I do picture it, because everything I see on your Instagram, you're always super clean. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> and even in person, you're even cleaner. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so I got hired by a shop. They promised me a certain wage and all that. Got hired. They kind of reduced that after I wa walked in. But that was fine because what ended up happening, I got a little bit of experience. The grunt work, deliveries, 
finishing, so I helped a lot in finishing, and that helped me a lot because I learned how to treat material. So when it's pre-finished, you don't just throw it away like some guys do. Yeah. Right? So it helped you care for the product. And I think that helped me kind of, uh, it actually humbled myself because when you're put in that position, you're like a, almost kind of a slave, I guess, sanding and all that. I would sand my fingertips off. Just in, in finishing, well, that's, that's what happens. That's you, like you know, you're supposed to ago. use sandpaper, right? Not your yes, fingers. True. <laughs> you would put tape on your fingers just to, to protect it, right? Because it would bleed all the time from yeah. sand. But anyway, going back, I'm talking too much already. No, 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 no we like no, this. No, no. We like this. Um, no, we've been down these roads. <laughs> By the way, you're roads. on a podcast. It's about <laughs> talking. <laughs> true. Good reminder. But um, so at that point, they wouldn't train me to assemble or, or anything. They didn't like want that. to give you the, uh, the important stuff yet. But there was a lot of old school guys there carving, building beautiful pieces. Hand for by hand? hand? Well, it's done as an Ossington. I don't you know. Hey. What, wait a second. Wait. Is that where you live? I used to live. Hang on. Is it Dundas and Ossington? Dundas. Or is it Ossington, Dundas? <laughs> <laughs> or Dundash? Dundash. Dundash. <laughs> so, Do you know, you know the building there in the corner? Do you know which one? South side? East side. Southeast. Yes. Okay. You know Angelo? No, I don't. Okay, no, I don't. So, so everyone that's world. not I live from downtown. Toronto I live downtown. Okay, would okay. have no idea what Carlitos asked. <laughs> it's little Portugal right there. Oh, that yeah. strip is little Portugal. Yeah. So, okay. So that's where I worked, but I, you know, they weren't willing to show the initiative, I guess, or train me. So I figured, you know what? Let me start looking for something else. Someone called me, a friend of mine. He was working, doing designs and all that. Another shop. They're looking for a service guy to do little installs of vanities, finish up jobs, clean up this and that. I go, let's give it a shot. So I went in, they hired me, and uh, that's what I started to do things. The little projects here and there. I would prepare projects in the shop to go for delivery. So I was helping out with that. But eventually, he, uh, the plant foreman, he put me on a project. I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. I had only experience on little projects. This was a master closet two galley sides it was huge and when i saw the plans i go um you sure you want me to go there i go i, I can't do this i don't have no experience he goes just go anything just let me know i still remember him vividly i still play golf with him true fa like family we know them they gave me an opportunity i think that was a big opportunity with that helped me in my career i went there he goes don't worry confidence in me i guess I, which i didn't he saw something I, he saw he must have saw something but i didn't have experience with that. So tried that out and, you know, slowly, little by little, I, I got the hang of that. So then eventually he continued putting me on, uh, you know, cabinetry installs with kitchens and, and all that. So I guess it kind of down. Uh, it just went from it there. It went snowballed from there. Going to speed it up a little bit. So I was there for about uh, close to four or five years. The shop was closing down, unfortunately. So I got married in 2000. And this happened November, December. Yeah, somewhere in January, it kind of. Man, we hear this a lot. Yeah. How a lot of big major steps in your guys' lives, and then all of a sudden, a great career move happens at the same time as a, a personal move happens, but then something bad happens yeah. career-wise. I was fortunate to have that opportunity because I gained a lot of experience. But when that happened, it's like, what are you going to do? I'm newly married. What's going to happen? Yeah. I decided, you know what? Let me start a little company. So I started TC in April 2001. Yeah, that's when it was. I just started going around to cut different companies, uh, giving out business cards. Uh, just cold call. Cold call. Just do that. And eventually I did a couple jobs here and there. My name started going out and I'm really fortunate the way it worked out. 
you start to meet different designers and, and different companies. And uh, I just went from there. So that's how TC installations came about. It came about that way. Then yeah. the word gets, so officially your title is what? What are you? So I, I guess you can, you can say a carpenter, but I'm more of a cabinet maker slash installer, I guess. You so custom say. cabinet maker. Cus yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what you can consider. And now almost 20 years, you're, I think, well-respected in the industry that you only get called when someone is serious about something being done properly. Right. I'm sure you've got your Joker stories. Oh, yeah. I think we all do. I think we all <laughs> I, do. I hope you have some for us today. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I think that I think you've built a brand well enough that all of a sudden you call Tony for a reason. You know what I mean? And then, then you've always delivered. You take care of it. It goes in. You show up. You scratch your head. Not everything's there. But you're a problem solver on site. I have a funny feeling, though, that it's more than that. I think that you're a super clean guy, and that makes a massive difference in how people remember you and respect you. It's funny you say that. And, and I appreciate your kind comments. I really do. Um, I'm, I can't believe I'm here with you guys and talking about this. It's, it's, like, it's like a dream or something. But no, I we're really, nobody, I, man. It's a bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really appreciate this opportunity. To, Actually, to believe to it or not, I'm more excited to meet you finally. <laughs> it's nice meeting you as well. But yeah, you know what? When guys, uh, when we work together as a team, the first thing I say is, guys, you see something, please let's keep it clean, clean up. And, and the clients do remember that. There's one company who actually, they kind of nicknamed me Mr. Clean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's good. So you know what? Um, I, I actually, that's a great thing. And, and again, I think it all started with my parents, like the way they raised us and instilled in us. And I think that just carry on from before. Yeah. Funny how you're talking about problem solving. I would work with my dad summer holidays during school, whatever, he would, when something would come up, he, he, so he does like uh, renovations up. He worked at, he's retired now. He did work in two apartment buildings, renovating the, the, the suites. And he, when something would come up, he would say in Portuguese. <laughs> say he, it in Portuguese. He, he, he goes, <laughs> so we got to figure out a way to solve this, to figure it out. <laughs> so I, that as well stuck with me. Uh, throughout when something comes or a problem arises on site today like of all things something came up it's um, it's such an, a little issue could have been solved in the shop some people might make a big deal out of it i call the the company i say listen this is the situation i can resolve it you want me to do it you want to make new parts or whatever and i was able we were both of us were able to figure out figure it out and take care of it yeah there's always so, two schools of thought here there's always know, two groups of guys who will look at a problem and go oh this is going to be a pain this is going to take a while well, everyone like complains about everything why complain everyone's frustrated already and some people don't want to be at work but you know what i Let's like complaining <laughs> <laughs> but you know what sometimes it doesn't get you nowhere you know it doesn't we, yeah. yeah just see if you can resolve the issue just take care of it. Cl complaining know. doesn't get you to lunch sooner. I'm teasing. Lunch arrives <laughs> on its own. On Sometimes its I don't own. even get to eat lunch, man. Nah. There's days I don't even eat until I get oh. home. <laughs> I, I, can think I, borrow, I, I think I hear a ambulance. Can I borrow your Kleenex? Kleenex? What, that's not a Kleenex? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's fascinating. So right now, are you still, is it just you and one guy? Is that So right now, I got two new employees. So oh, you got two guys. There's three of us, but what they're doing now, because they're younger. 20s? Yeah, 20, once 20, once 21. So do you, do you have the millennial solution? I used to have that before with a few other guys I had in the past. One has a bit of experience in construction. The other is totally green. Oh, they're, I love green. They're, they're very green still, but 
that's great because you can mold them the mm-hmm. way you want to. Totally. We hear things. that a lot. And Human we know sponges. that a lot. Yeah. Which that can help, but it takes time because it just, um, last year, things kind of changed. I took some time off. You probably yeah, I remember. I, I had yeah. my knee procedure done. Yeah. So that kind of threw me off a little bit. I had a big project to start, but I didn't take it on. So that kind of messed up the rest of the year. I know we so, get older and I start paying attention to what you're supposed to be doing, which okay. I wish <laughs> I did when I was younger. And now I'm doing it in my late forties and I'm hoping that it helps me out. But y- you know what? He brings up a really good point and I, I want to interrupt yeah. talking about you right now and talk about your knee a little bit. A lot of guys in this business, you don't save your money and you're out for two or three months. You're in a lot of trouble. It is. Yeah. And a lot of That's people true. don't realize you can get injured really fast in like sports or something personal, but even well, at it's work, not right? even just a job site injury. It's just like we get older and joints and muscles and things. They just, we don't. get older, we get older, <laughs> we all get older, but yeah, it's, it's, I think you're, um, you got to treat your body right. That's all it is, man. You have to treat your body right. All you young guys out there, pay attention to the old guys. Six hernated discs, <laughs> two blown knees. So yeah, he's, he's more like the Ouch. six and change million dollar man. They, there, yeah, they son. call me the six cent man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I actually want to, Tony, I wanted to play a little game, so okay. to speak. Oh. I, I want to mention some names, and I want to see if you've actually installed these these brands. Oh, oh. Maybe you've touched them. I'm not sure. Wait, right? is this okay. a new game? No, this is not. a. Well, it could be a new thing. No, it can't be. So it's, it's okay to mention these names? Of course it is. Oh, totally. Okay. We can mention these names. <laughs> hey, did you, did you see how he's... Oh, so for the viewers <laughs> or for the listeners, he hid under the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no camera here. No camera at all. Econi? Do you know of Econi? I've heard of them. Okay. You haven't installed Econi. Okay. What is it? Uh, hang Just, on a sec. I'll get to it. Okay. Boffy? Bofi? Yes. Bofi? Okay. That's a slap in Spanish. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Scalovini? Scavellini? Scavellini. I haven't done any work for them, but I know okay. them. Nova. Porcelanosa? I've heard of them too, but... Okay. How do you pronounce it? Uh, Bluethop? No, Bluethop? So some say Bulltop or Bulltop? Bulltop? Uh, Wait, you're talking about sandwiches hang on here. <laughs> hang on. This is not sandwiches. Uh, Fabri? No, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Okay. Uh, But you know all these names. I got two more. I got two more. Uh, Dika? Dika? Dika, yeah. Dika? Okay. And Ren. W-R-E-N. I've heard of them too, but... So these are cabinet, kitchen cabinet companies from around the world. From Italy, from Spain, from Portugal, from the UK. And I thought you were making dinner. No, I... (laughs) (laughs) So I wanted to just... Yeah, because I know you're familiar with some of them. Yes. And you've installed them. Yes. And they all have goods and bads. What's the question? There's yes. one more. Sharisku. <laughs> <laughs> it's not food. It's wood. Food's always good. Did you <laughs> work with them? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I just like, I know you've worked with quite a few. I'm a fan of the European cabinetry. Mm-hmm. I am a fan of it. I like what they're doing. I'm not a huge fan of the North American cabinetry. I know that I'm going to upset all the U.S. No, listeners. You're, you got great points here, dude. I just, I'm just like the face frame has never really done anything for me. Mm-hmm. I've always had a problem with having to lift a dish or a glass or something to get over the lip of something. Mm-hmm. I like the cleanliness of the sleekness of the European, Asian, U.K. Mm-hmm. style. That's just me. What are your thoughts on that, Tony? I do like the look. So each brand carries their certain unique features, let's call it, right? Such as, so the German brand is kind of known for the very thin look. 
thin. Thin, very minimal look. So like very, half inch or so like let's small say, hardware? Uh, countertops are like, you know, 10 mil, let's say. Yeah, centimeter. Wow. Centimeter. Uh, so they're very thin. When you go kind of with the Italian brands, they're kind of more like thicker panels, very high gloss. There's different looks for different uh, tastes. So everyone has their personal preference. preference. Personal, exactly. Yeah. Some are um, the way it's engineered too. True. So that's a different. They have different versions of MDF yes. that we are not even using Wait here. Wait a second. I know of I know of four MDFs. What no, else am okay, I missing? I don't think they call them MDF there. They call them some sort of compressed board of. It's something else. Yeah, it's something else. Green. Uh, I can't remember. I green can, board or something. I, I can't remember. It's a exactly. different animal. Yeah. Is just, it because it's a different glue? I don't know it's the exact process. Friendly and all that. Yeah. So there's a lot different. of green. There's yes. a lot of green elements to it, yeah. but they treat their woods different. And they say that they're better. They're more stable than plywoods. I don't know if that's the case. If that's true, that's pretty impressive. When you use plywood here, you're very well aware of that. It, it always tends to. Yes, to, it to does. Work, yeah. Right? You, you figure it's on a dance recital, man. So like, it depends which type of ply you get as well too. Right. Yeah. So it, it varies. I do a lot of work with, uh, companies here too again a different uh, taste everyone likes the that flashy look so some might go with that very bright color high gloss some might go very minimal continue with the white look some people go with that just plain so it all depends on when was the last time you installed a shaker dumb, dumb, <laughs> dumb. i knew that s word was gonna come up soon <laughs> he hates shakers <laughs> no, no no i dislike hate dis is a harsh word <laughs> but <laughs> people are still using it a lot of people a lot of people are doing a lot of things <laughs> okay <laughs> so what is your choice in canada it's okay. obvious manny's leading up to something True. you got and a very good point Ma canada. manny's basically yes. leading up to something and he's basically saying that we are really behind in fashion True. and in construction no it's not so much that we're behind i think that we're not bold enough to actually design and build a kitchen for us personally i think we design and build a kitchen for the for sale sign before yeah, us personally and that's what i have a problem with what are you seeing tony with your like the clients that are doing these jobs these houses are they switching them up every 10 15 or are they going longer than that some um i worked on a project they had their kitchen for about 20 years it's built to last right but, but they weren't swapping it out for a new one because it fell apart they uh, got tired it was of it. Outdated a little. Yeah. Um, okay. So they they chose to change it up, or some had issues where doors are falling off. You know, wow. When the hinges fall off to repair it, you know how it is. You only that's, can... see that's I don't know if you know that, but that's another thing about Tony. He actually is also a repair guy. Oh, so we have something kind in common. Of, kind, we go kind. we yeah, go so in after bad guys and fix no, everything. No, 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 no. Sometimes no, yes. Servicing kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of money in servicing, by the way. There Maintenance is. and servicing, there there's is. a lot of money. Sometimes, let's say I work on a project, they'll contact me maybe a year or two. Oh, some things are out of alignment. Can you come adjust the doors? Oh, when you know, did, when, you when did you and your wife have an argument <laughs> and someone <laughs> slammed the drawers, you know? Uh, I, a Portuguese <laughs> guy taught me how to mud and he had a drywall axe and a trowels. Is that what you use? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my pocket over hey, here. Hey, Epa, let's go. <laughs> stereotypes, stereotypes from the creation, oh, of course. Boy, yes. Oh, but, um, yeah, yeah. so when you load up the kitchen, too, things change. Exactly. And You're after so a year, right. things settle, uh, the house settles. So things, I mean, so I go in and Moisture adjust, levels. Moisture levels, too. 
people call just to, oh, can you change this up? Or can you change, cut some new panels? You don't want to change the colors. We order it from the company, whatever, and then they'll go in. What do you like? Like, what do you... Oh, you're beating so, me to so, it. If, so, if you could build your dream, I don't kitchen? know if you've got your dream. I, I see oh, pieces of it you, when you, you make your espressos, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been noticing you two have a lot in common. <laughs> Those cups are coming very handy, that's for sure. Or, um, can, can we stop him and maybe ask a couple questions before we get to his favorite uh, uh, material? Sure, go ahead. Ask him anything. Okay, whatever. so let's start with the basics. Yeah. Uh, press board. What do you think of it in building kitchens? Like, We'll just name a couple of them. You give us your opinion on okay. it. Okay, so carcass of the cabinets, they're always press board or particle board. That's yeah. kind of That's what everyone's doing. Everyone's doing that. Then, uh, like we were talking about plywood, some marine go with marine ply, upgrade to that. But usually melamine... That's kind of the basic MDF. Uh, uh, MDF, not so much for the carcasses, unless it's being painted, then they'll use. Uh, then they'll MDF. use it. Yeah. Meaning, like the interior of the cabinet, they'll construct the cabinet of MDF, and then they paint it. If there's glass doors, let's say, or an open unit, then they'll do it that way. Majority of people using plastic legs, to legs, feet, the the adjustable <laughs> le- <laughs> the legs, the levers, the levers on the cabinets. Levelers. You know what? Though I would call them legs too. I don't yeah. know why they're called feet. Uh, I don't know. Are they feet or legs? I don't know. I, I don't um, want to upset one group or the other. I, I call them legs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so some use the plastic. I got started 10 years ago, 11 years ago, scribing. Wait a second. You started at Ikea? No, 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 no. <laughs> Why'd you say Ikea? Because I always we were think plastic legs. great conversation. Because <laughs> you know what? When I think carpentry, I always think hey. of actual, like, you know, a, a good solid frame. And I this podcast always... is brought to you by Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. I, I've done a few of those too. So. <laughs> I think we all have. We've all modified no, them and yes. we've all had Can extra nuts this? and bolts. We've had to. Yes, <laughs> we've had true, to. True. So back on your track of questions, please. So what is your choice of the doors and the carcass? Doors? Manny's probably not going to like me when I say this. <laughs> I like Everybody? the shaker style. I do like Really? The sh- you like I, a shaker? I, I do. I like... I don't like single, the, double, triple, reverse, just What's, clean rails. Clean. Okay, just simple. Simple. My wife loves the modern look. Very clean. So you're a so cottagey I, guy. I don't like it too much. Painted shaker. Painted shaker. And then I like when we did my parents' place, it was a painted finish. The island was like in a wood veneer finish. So I like that look. I kind of like the two tones still. I, I would go something clean for our place. I, I just well, you don't have a choice. You're married, so you're not going to have much of a choice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, I don't... Yes, honey. <laughs> yes, dear, if you're listening. <laughs> After. Um, but I would do something clean. I don't like too fancy ornamental corbels and all that. That's, that's I've never been dated. a fan I've of that. Never... So can you do me a favor, yes. just so that everybody understands, because we sometimes have, like, customers listening. When you say stuff like that, can you explain what those things are? So the corbels are those, let's say... You can have it on a hood fan, like a canopy. Uh, they're at the underside of it to add a decorative touch. And then on the islands, they usually put it underneath the countertops. Yeah, so picture that- the gargoyles removed. <laughs> <laughs> That's another the way of saying so it. I, I, I like that. Look. Really? I, yeah. I'm surprised. Hi. <laughs> I like everything. <laughs> it's a, I agree with you. It's a little, it's, a little much. It's a little too much, right? And then I'm a fan. I like a little crown. Again, not too fancy. Love crown. Not too fancy. Just not something simple, just to dress it up a little bit. Valance. Valance, I would like too. Nice and clean. With you that. know, you know, when I was at IBS this year earlier, before the whole COVID thing, I came across the monogram, G monogram booth, and I was blown away. Those by are it. kitchen guys. 
Yeah. Okay. Appliances, right? Uh, high-end appliances, mm-hmm. right? In the same realm as Sub-Zero and Viking and, stuff, Viking and stuff like that. They had a unit there that was uh, red velour interiors, Ooh. diamond stitched. And then on the outside was diamond a shaker. Diamond stitched? Was a shaker, but the inset was hammer-nailed fabric. Oh, that's nice. And wow. it was stunning. That's Like nice. stunning, man. So I think that if you, I, you take shaker and you make it something else... Maybe like you take a Honda Civic from the 90s and you make it Fast and Furious kind of thing. Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you take one of those pictures? I know you took I a, had those pictures. I know you took a picture. Can you put it on, on, on one of your stories? Sure. Because I'd beautiful. love to see that. I, I was impressed and completely impressed with that. I was nice. I was very impressed. So back to, I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we're talking about, about personal preferences on the kind of finishes, but I really wanted to get to the, the meat. And I wanted to find out, do you like to have press board or MDF? Like what kind, what do you like to build your kitchen cabinets from? I would go with, because again, I like the wood interior look. That's what I like. I do too. I like that look, but it easily scratches. Yeah. Uh, You know, you put a little liner or whatever, but I I would do a clear finish inside plywood box. That's what I would do. It's durable. It's it's more durable. Yes. Stronger, better than press board or, or melamine, but melamine is easier to clean. So True. It's like you have to decide. Yeah, but you put a nice lacquer in there and it's easy to clean too. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so that's, I would do that. Uh, I'll probably do a painted finish on the core of the kitchen and then the iron, like I said, I'll do a different color and a wood finish. That's what I would do. And what color wood finish? Wood finish, I've always liked, I like the walnut look. Really nice. You know what? The walnut's got such a beautiful Uh, grain. It's just the grain. It's got a beautiful grain. Cherry's nice too. I yeah, like, I like cherry as it's well. a nice little brother to walnut, man. So, but you can't go wrong with uh, maple too. Maple's stunning. I don't like oak. It depends, I guess, how you finish it. It's the grain is too something about too the much. grain. Yeah. It bothers me a bit. Yeah. Maybe well, it reminds uh, me of parquet. Uh, I, don't oh, know. I think oak is too busy for you. There's too many lines in yeah, it. Yeah, it's the grain. Well, I'm not crazy about. And I think that uh, maple is a soft touch between the walnut and the oak. I think the walnut for me too is if I was going to go wood, I'd definitely yes. want a walnut. I know a few years ago, the Italians had a lot of porcelain six mil slab face door faces what? and yeah. they were trying to bring them into North America. I saw them at the shows. I never saw them take off and I don't think that they're going to take off. I don't think North America is a, a porcelain slab stone. Well, I did a kitchen. Sounds cold, man. It's uniform. Yes. It's very uniform. Yes. But um, I just think a kitchen should be warm and inviting, and that's just too cold for me. Yeah, it, it depends on the look of the house too, right? Yeah. If if it's a modern looking home, then you can. That's the other thing, Tony. I don't want to disappoint you, but I love painted MDF. Like I'm an MDF yeah, guy, and I, I just love paint. Like I I know people are sick of the grays already, but I could go all day with grays. It's a nice look. It's soft. Two tone. Yeah, yeah. Add some definitely. Uh, I like the Victorian styles. I know that. Manny over here is probably going to throw something at me. The beauty of having a podcast <laughs> with three individuals that have three different opinions is we get to share our opinions. We don't have Very to true. agree with yeah. each but other. The problem with my opinions is they change weekly <laughs> from job to that's job. True. Every time that's I go into a different true. house, I'm like, oh, man, that's so yeah. nice. And it's just another idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is one of the, the most mind-blowing kitchens that you, you that installed is. that you saw recently? Don't, no, that's fine. What really impressed Because, I mean... Off the top of the head, what can you can you tell me like how many kitchens you've installed in twenty years? You know what? Do you have a counter? Before before I would keep track. 
Like a little bouncer, I, a bouncer I would, track? Okay, you know what? I mean, that was 20, 50. I, I lost count. I, I didn't, I, it's got to be hundreds. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Even more. getting to a thousand. I, I, can't, I can't recall. Like, I've done a lot of built-in units, vanities, and so it's... All it's, kinds. It, I, I've lost track. You, <laughs> you know what? I, I was, me and Manny were talking about this the other day after one of the podcasts, and I use the old file, file papers. So I'll take a contract, and I'll, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I'll go back to it. You know, sometimes when I'm behind in work and I need a job, I'll open up an old file. So I always keep everything in files. I'm not like Manny and put it in the computer and it's, it's archived and a nice little thin computer. <laughs> I've got like files and files, but it's nice to go back and overview and, and meet customers. So sometimes when you forget your count, you can actually, when you're slow and you want some work, you can actually go back to customers you never got. And just a little phone call True. can be like, hey, you know what? Actually, I need a kitchen right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good, good, point. good point. I'm just trying to make yeah, a point about for that. For sure, right? for sure. So what was the kitchen? So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I have no <laughs> idea how that got sidetracked. So, kitchen that I worked on? No, or, that, yeah, or that you worked on, that, that worked you loved, that you installed, that kind of recently impressed you. One that really sticks out, a few, but one in particular, it was, I was out in Vancouver and I worked on this project. I was there. We, we actually stayed there for a month. A month? A month, yeah. So it was a big project. And uh, I, I don't want to say any names because of you, course, you no, never no. know. No, no, um, no, 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 don't. But um, it was a beautiful place to be at. And I was able to, to bring my wife and my son was eight months at that time. And it was kind of... Uh, like a, a workation almost, yeah. you know, so work we were there. <laughs> <laughs> I so I would it. work and, you know, Vancouver is a beautiful place. I've done projects there, but this particular one, it had the bells and whistles, very modern look. Uh, modern. It was modern. Wow. Uh, but it BC. wasn't, it wasn't too overpowering. It was, it was very soft. The colors that they chose was beautiful. That one really. Do you remember the brand that it was? It was the German brand. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was yeah. So thin. Yeah. Very thin. <laughs> We've got a little segment here. A uh, building code talk uh, with many. Carlito's getting a little better with this. Uh, I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, do you guys know offhand what the OBC, the Ontario Building Code, restrictions are regarding appliances and sinks in kitchen? What your minimums are? Okay. Well, So the minimum between a open range, okay, gas range to the nearest wall, what is the minimum? It, horizontal uh, or horizontal? Uh, okay. Oh. 30. Is that 28? 15 inches, Fif man. What? That's 15? your minimum. Hold oh, on. Stove, stove to wall. Stove, stove to, to wall. Stove okay, to wall. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought stove you meant opening. Wall. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. So so the edge of the stove okay, sorry. to the next combustible material, okay. 15 inches. Oh, that's amazing, I, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wanted to, so I what's on a gas range? What's your minimum height of your hood? 22. 24. 24. Oh, damn, I should have known that. Slow. But can I say something? It's also up to the manufacturing of, of the actual range. Most ranges have different products in them, like plastic and no, steel and glass. No, this would be OBC, man. Like, this is, you got to be careful about that, and they can I, measure it. I know, but well, I've... I always read the instructions and a lot of times that will change from hood range or, or microwave or whatever convectional oven. Okay. So what's the minimum between a stove and a sink? Minimum distance that you're allowed between a stove and a sink. Three feet. 
24 inches. This is not really ah. a test. This is just more no. voluntary Hang information. Hang in a second. Hang in a second. Because I know you're 0 for 3 right now. No. Uh, <laughs> no, this is really important. Though. When, when we were speaking about this and we started the Building Code Talk, this was about educating people in construction that don't have a construction license. And now we're trying to help them learn the minimum requirements. Totally. Because when you go f- apply for a construction license, you have to know the minimum, yes. not the max or the overkill. It's about the minimum. So... These are all things that you can forget when you take the code, mm-hmm. and this is a refresher or preparing for the younger guys that want to sure. get into construction and get a license. So, so the last one it. now is sink to a wall minimum. And I take that's also horizontal. Yes. I don't know if you're putting the sink on a vertical. Uh, you know what? I, I, would think th- I would think 24 inches again. Minimum is feet. 18 inches. Minimums. But who's going to have something that small up against well, the wall? Uh, condos downtown Toronto. We're probably living with all these minimums right here. I'm just looking at this image and I'm like, that's a downtown kitchen condo. Can I say this right now for myself? (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) This is about us sharing information. No, that's great, Manny. That's fantastic. So let's go over it one more time. 18 inches to the side. 15 inches for any stove to not for next combustible material. Okay. On a wall surface. 24 from the hood range, from the the actual range top to the hood. For gas. gas. 24 between range to sink, mm-hmm. 18 from sink to wall. Beautiful. Mm. Thank All you, right. Manny. So, and that was well. Manny with Building Code Talk. <laughs> Thank you, Carlito. Stay tuned to find out what Manny's next questions will be. <laughs> no more questions until the next show. And it's, Carlito it's, got it eh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's back to Tony. You know what? I think you might be the first Tony in construction. Yeah. <laughs> No, you we've sure had, you're not half I think, Italian? <laughs> I think we've had like, I don't know, four or five Tonys on the show, man. Oh, boy. I, I think we honestly, Tony from Missaga Hardware. Hey. Tony Timber Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Like we've had a few Tonys here, which is great. It's wonderful. Hey, there's a few Mannies. I, and I'm pretty sure we haven't. there's a lot of Carlitos. I don't know. The only place I've seen a lot of Carlitos is I was in Cuba. Don't get and someone. Don't, and get, someone don't. said to me, Carlito. And I turned around. There was 200 other guys that turned around. And I was like, there was a lot of Carlitos here. <laughs> All right. So back over to Tony. So where are we now? Can we talk about what you don't like seeing in kitchen cabinets and what the homeowners or customers or other contractors should be looking for or how to change it to better the kitchen to improve the quality of the kitchen basically one thing is the construction some go really they cheap on the thickness of the material uh when you use a five eights let's say it it tends to warp a lot you know especially a particle board there should be a minimum of three Three quarter quarter. that's minimum okay and i hate saying this because manny's gonna hate this but But ikea ikea is down to half an inch are they down to half yeah i went over to a customer's house i didn't get the job but i'm doing another part of the the project and i went in the kitchen and i was like you know you didn't take me because i was twenty thousand dollars more but your kitchen's all half inch, and it's Ikea. I'm Their finished. carcasses are half inch? The, I remember the last one I worked on. Again, it was with, for a friend, and they were a three-quarter thickness. Maybe they changed them recently. Well, maybe they changed them. I do know for sure the end gables were all half inch. Guaranteed. Okay, so that's, oh, the end gable. So that's a different style. They're doing that kind of European look, very thin. I don't like it. Personal preference. It is yeah, what it's it per- is. Personal preference. Right? Okay, so continue on. Sorry. So... <laughs> <laughs> So hardware, I mean, standard is the blue motion or 
grasp something. Everything, right? Everything's blue motion. Do and you what, like? What is blue motion? So blue motion is basically like you were saying earlier. If you get into an argument, you slam the drawers. It's not going to bang, so they'll close softly on its own. Some even have the touch latch on them incorporated with that. So that's kind of a, a basic thing now. Yeah. I think everyone should do that, but they kind of see, sell it as an, an upgrade, let's say. But, but it's I, not really an upgrade. I, it, I think it's a standard now. That now should be you're standard. Right. It yeah. should be standard. I'm going to say it. There's a lot of markup in kitchens, man. Yeah. Manufacturing I, of kitchens. You know what? Though? A lot of work goes into it. Does it? Yeah. It does. Um, okay. I, I guess some don't realize what it takes. Just the finishing on a, on a project, let's say. It takes a bit of time to do yeah. to work on it. Especially there. if the walls are warped. Well, like today in, in this particular home. It was a half inch off level on a tall unit. If the construction is not made proper from the get-go, how are you gonna make a cabinet look clean? Like, so what do you do with that So scenario? again, I called them, let them know. Um, luckily there's a filler there, but again, it's a modern design that they have there. You can either push it over to make the filler smaller, but then you'll see a half inch difference. We kept the one inch filler and at the top will be inch and a half because especially on the door, you want clearance from hitting the wall, especially if they have a pull on it and it, it protrudes the door. So when you open it up, it's going to hit the wall. So you got to keep that in, into consideration too. But I think it should be standard. Like we've, we've talked about this before where there should be engineered lumber used in all shower enclosures. True. So you should have true perfect plumb and it should be the exact same thing. Your wall in your kitchens your main wall where your cabinetry are, they should all be LSL You're right. boards. Laundry room, kitchen. Yes. Yeah. They should. And a bathroom. Why do you want to bring in, I'm going to guess anywhere from 40 to 80 plus thousand dollar cabinetry and then have somebody like yourself try to Mickey Mouse it on a half inch plumb over six feet, eight feet, whatever it is. Why? It should be framed dead straight. And keeping in mind, in this area, you had lights on either side of a mirror frame this was the vanity so oh, wow so you got to keep that into consideration too because if you push it over too much or not enough it's going to throw everything off center so you got to keep all those things in check too yeah right? so, were you part of the designing uh, no so what i specialize in is just more of the installation of is the good. millwork so that's what i specialize in so i've done projects in the past that i designed from scratch and build, but I, I tried to stick more to the installation part because that's, I think that was my thing that I was really good at. Designing was always on the back of my mind to do. I, I would like to get into that. I had a little bit of AutoCAD while I was in school. I, I got into that, but that's always something on the back burner I have. I might do that. We'll see. So do you charge customer extra when you run into these problems or how do you, how do you deal with that? So again, depending how, it was set up. It's either priced on the job or a time and material. Uh, so it's all different situations the way you have it set up with the company. So in this case, you know, if it's time and material, it's just, just the time. But then when the issues arise, you call the office, the designer and discuss issues like that. And they'll give you a go ahead to rectify it. Or I feel for it. you guys sometimes because I've always felt for the painters and the trim guys, the guys at the end, because I, I'm sure that, what, that people don't appreciate those guys. Well, no, no, they're, they're asked to rush and slow it's, down, make everything perfect, but do it fast and cheap and cheap, and cheap. soon, quick. Cause I need my kitchen going right away tomorrow. Yeah. How I, long? I got a template tomorrow. I just, started I know. Today. Give a couple days. Yeah. Depending the size of the project too. I hate that fast word. It's like, 
you want a quality job done, it takes time. For you homeowners out there that are listening, just your two or three people out there, <laughs> thousand, million, <laughs> just understand, do not rush the finishing. Don't, don't, don't rush the finishing. You don't want to Well, do you that. know, I tell people all the time, if, if a contractor's taking a little longer, as long as he's moving along, mm -hmm. leave him alone. Because if he's taking his time, it's going to be a better finish. Well, why do you want True. to rush the guy out of your True. house? Because they want the template right away. They want the they kitchen want to right away. They want to move in as quick as possible. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's not until the kitchen's complete until can I move in because exactly. then I can start cooking or I can start bringing in groceries. I can start doing all that kind of no, stuff. That's true. When you come into uh, a house and you're looking at the project, what are the first things that you're looking for that might be problems for you? So I take a look at where are we going to start? You check the floors, how plumb it is, your high point, your low point, check the walls with their square. Plumbing or, or wiring's in the wrong place. Sometimes that's an issue too, because whoever- That can went happen. There, when whoever went there to do a site visit, they didn't look at that. So uh, I try to see if there is any issues on the first day and hopefully we can resolve them. Call the GC or the homeowner. Okay, hey, listen, we got to do this. We got to change this. Works Kitchens out. are getting complicated these days. I mean, are you a fan of all the servo and the electric this and electric? I'm not uh -oh, a fan. Oh, he's shaking I'm his not head. A fan. <laughs> I, am, I, I don't know I, if I should say this. I, you should, no, please. You know why? Because people need to educate themselves. <laughs> listen, the, the more electronics, like your vehicle, the more you have, exactly. the, it's going to malfunction. It's going to break down. To be honest with you, it's a nice gadget. Personally, to, I would not put it on my own. Uh, kitchen I, I wouldn't i got a little story i think it was in portugal like four no three of years of course ago. you were <laughs> <laughs> does this and, start by the beach and, eating <laughs> clams and seafood it's by the beach no clams <laughs> seafood yes um i went to go rent a car hopped in didn't even think anything of it sat in there all of a sudden hey look stick shift i haven't driven stick shift mm -hmm. in forever mm -hmm. i missed it I you drive a motorcycle. I, I know I know how to drive stick shift, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you talk about technology. Like, I've got a personal car that has paddle, and I hate it. I can't stand the paddle shift, right? I'm, I'm with you. And the same thing. I don't think the servos make any sense. I, I've been told by other people talking about, you just lean against it, it opens it on opens its own. Up, yes. And I'm like, that's so your bum is telling the drawer to open up? I don't get <laughs> okay, that. Okay, but well, do you do handicap kitchens? I've, that's when it's really important, right? Yeah. True. True. Or you, seniors. Or you can even use a touch latch system, which is not servo drive. Like it's just a basic. That's just a basic touch of it. Which, the, but it ends up being the same problem. If you lean up against It'll it, open it's going to open up. So that's the only disadvantage. If you go with that look or, or that kind of system, then you just got to be aware not to lean on it. I love the clients and the designers that love adding those long handles on really narrow 36 inch galley kitchens that will get snagged by everything you're wearing. And it's a good thing that guys don't wear tassels on their leather jackets anymore because they would just get tangled up there and they would be found dead. You okay, know I mean? Bon Jovi. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. That's a good band. <laughs> But yeah, more no, there's, certain handles, <laughs> there's certain handles to, that should just be censored, like not applicable in any kitchen. And you got to keep in mind too, when you use those type of handles, you got to be aware when you open it, it's going to interfere by opening a door or a drawer on the other very, side. Very, very true. Or dent a fridge. <laughs> dent anything. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a fridge with 10 dents and I'm like, hey, what happened there? Are you angry? She's like, no, I keep smashing into the handles. <laughs> <laughs> and you really don't discover that until everything's put together. True. And then, but, but I mean, we're professionals. We're in this industry. So as a designer, as a homeowner, you should be conscious of that. 
you should be aware if you're going to open this or swing that, or there's going to be a cause and effect as a result of it. And that's when the fillers come into play. When it's up against the wall, you need that clearance yeah. for issues like that. Even, even the corner, like say an L shape or U shape, usually minimum inch and three quarter, inch and a half, you know, two inches just to clear the handle when you open drawers, right? So that's what the fillers come into play. I am a huge fan of all the new appliances and the panels, matching panels. Yes. I am a fan of all those. I, I do like that they're offering now dishwasher drawers so you can do a half load. Mm -hmm. You know, these are all nice little, like I think, I think a kitchen still needs to be very functional, but you have to be very practical with that functionality. You can't just overblow everything just for the sake of, yeah, we spent $150,000 including all the appliances in this kitchen. So what? I, I need it to work properly. Are you guys really cooks like do you guys cook do you use it or is it just really about looking really good in front of your or friends? resale value that's hard to get that you think all those extra bells and whistles you're gonna get that yeah when it's an investment and and i mean i don't think that the appliances i think those should be personal but i think the openings are important that someone could come back in later and if you do sell it they can upgrade into that zone and just remove and replace with something better right you ever come back, Tony, to your day jobs and see what they did with the slab afterwards? Or I have gone. They've added an extra uh, basement kitchen or something like that. One particular job, I've done three units uh, for this family, a uh, very nice family, and they just ended up repainting the kitchen. This was the company that I used to work for back in the day, and it was, I would say that kitchen was about 15 years and it was still in good condition. And they just re they refinished they it. Refinished it. So I went there to help them remove a couple pieces, and they just got a painter. That there. says a lot. And, and I'm telling you, it looks. And again, it was very. I had that uh, traditional look with the core bells and all that. <laughs> so they kind of eliminated it. They changed, made a few changes to kind of modernize it. I guess you can say. Does it look like a new kitchen? It does because they put new counters. Oh. Yeah, they really went to town, but the cabinets were in still impeccable shape. So wow. it's, it's kind of worth spending the extra dime it on is. great carcasses it and is. hardware. It is. 20 years down the line, you don't like it. Let's just paint it, new slabs. Yeah. I, I hate the old style where they used to just build it on the wall and like... You see five or ten cabinets on the top, the but it's really one big yeah. one with just doors. Yeah. You know, you bring up a good point. The wall. Are you expecting everybody to have plywood on that wall? So it depends the system. So if it's a, so if it's a North American, let's say if it's constructed here, standard cabinets, you can grab the studs no problem. But the European brands, if you're on a track system, you need that plywood for for structural support. You know, if you're hanging these vertical rails, tracks, you want it to be supported well. Half inch ply or three quarter? It's preferably five eighths. Well, it should match the drywall, should, right? Exactly. I was just going to say yeah. this. But sometimes, even if you, let's say you put a five eighths, you can still cover it. You don't go right across if it's open on either side, let's say. You can route it You can route it, yeah. yeah. So there's different ways of doing it. There's different ways. Cut some it. plumbing out. No, no, some no, wires. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, under cabinet lighting is kind of taking a dramatic it's turn these days. Like it's very. I hated I, I, those big, <laughs> bulky lights you, you underneath. Don't like the man, lights no. I didn't. I never. No, I, I like consistency. I like a balance of light. Yes. That under cabinet lighting has a purpose behind it, and it shouldn't be just like. A, a criminal driving through LA, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> With the, the LAPD chopper on there. It I'm shouldn't be never going to look at a kitchen the same again. <laughs> <laughs> 
just I'm just saying, but yeah, I'm glad that the, now they're integrating into the bottom of the the carcasses, yes. which are very slick now, and and everything's LED now, and you've yes. got the the options for warm or cool. It's up to you. I personally would rather go warm in a kitchen. That's just me, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but what else are you see? Are you a fan of like? I'm actually not a huge fan of upper cabinets. I like open cabinets, shelves. Like free, uh, free floating shelves. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice look, but then you can't store a lot. You can store a lot, and the thing is, if you're not a clean person, it'll forget that. Yeah, yeah. It's you'll, not the look you'll for drive you. crazy. Yeah, I, I think what you're, you have to be a very simple person to to have that style. You have to, you have to be the kind of person that knows what you want, and you're not the kind of person that just shops. The and thing you, with me is, do you that bake? Yeah, I bake banana bread. Do you? Of course, I, I, was I do. Say that. <laughs> no, but that makes it. I, I mean, then it's okay because I've seen professional kitchens just and, and to, people love shelves. I will like I, in the morning. I grab a, a specific coffee mug. You know, I mean, there's a routine yeah. to everybody. Everybody wakes up, so I don't need to open up a door and get this. Yeah, I but just, when you got kids, you want to hide as much as kids. you can. <laughs> if, if it's the European living, then it's simple. You get the free floating shelves, yes. so you don't need the cupboard. You know to, what? To hide it. To hide I'm, it. I'm all about it. I love yeah. it. Right to the ceiling. I like at least eight inches at the top for crown molding. Yeah. I like to have my cabinets staggered in different heights. Yes. I like uh, highs and lows. I like yeah. a large don't, reveals don't you feel the in and feels, out. Open, like feels bigger and warmer with open no, cabinetry. No, I love that 3D feel. It's warm. It's inviting. Yeah. I like to be able to hide things and, and not get to them. Like I like to put the Christmas stuff at the top or the Halloween stuff at the top. You know, listen, everything's about storage these days, no? What Halloween and what Christmas stuff? You don't have any kids, man. In the <laughs> kitchen. What are you, like a, a Halloween coffee cup? Or I don't understand what's... No, you're, you're, you bake. It's not just banana bread, bro. <laughs> it's only banana it's, it's, bread. It's to hide everything. There's right? cookie cutters. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. Mixers and... <laughs> Can you tell us about... The oddest thing that you've seen someone dun, put in a... Dun, dun, oh, dun. this is going... But this is going way back. Oh, go way back. But... Is it next to the glass block? <laughs> <laughs> That's Miami Vice. That's 1986. So, going back to the painted finishes, this was high gloss as well. But this was... Again, it was made here. But it was a black and peach kitchen. Black and peach. peach. I could see that. It was beside the glass block. <laughs> that is totally <laughs> glass block. To, again, it was their personal taste. That's what they liked. Wow. But man, it that was is something a else. When it was put together. Yeah, that was something. But what again, was on the floor? I can't remember. Black can, and peach. Yeah. I, I, can I like the black. The peach yeah. is a little weird. Yeah, it's it's again, it's the their taste. And so that was not for a for sale sign. I know, but how do you sell that? You don't. Oh, do you like peaches? <laughs> well, you'll love my house. <laughs> oh, by the way, it will really blacken. <laughs> so that's one of the oddest. That was my taste. Uh, but hey, we'll put it in. We'll do an, the same quality job. We'll put it in. No Just no photograph. You know what? It was back in the day where you didn't have a phone with a all camera kinds of stuff and all that, right? Yeah. So I wish I had a couple. Photographs. What's the new things that you're seeing coming in? Like, what is it that you're noticing that all your customers now are starting to do? Seeing a lot kitchens? of custom utensil drawers. That is big. Again, it's it's that modern look is coming alive with uh, free-floating ca cabinets underneath all open. Yes. Uh, with the, like, stainless steel or chrome legs. Yes. But, but again, very square legs, nothing fancy. So a lot of going with that. Free-floating, all open underneath. 
that's what's I can see that. You know what? I kind of like it because no one ever finishes it by the wall. Now they have to. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You know, and it's that, all sealed. Yeah. It's all sealed. Yeah. And what are people dealing with backsplashes? Are they going? I, I think there's a trend going full slabs now on backsplash. Yeah, they are. Yeah. More than mosaics. They are. But I think yeah. it's a combination. You need a combo. Like for me, I, I like to see like an inlay right where the stove is. You know, <laughs> I know. I just, I just remember we were actually talking. I can't. Remember, I think it was we were talking for clients on one of the podcasts. We we're talking to Caesar and, and Marie, and he kept on bringing up the inlay. They had this beautiful inlay in their own <laughs> kitchen, and I, I, I can't remember the amount of times I heard the word inlay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I like inlays. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's funny that I bring up a slab and you bring up an inlay. I just think it's just too much is too much, right? I, I agree with you. I'm not a fan of uh, stainless steel backsplashes. I guess I, depending on the look, I'm not yeah. crazy I'm not about it either. Too much to clean. I, yeah, it's very high yeah. maintenance to clean. I don't even like stainless steel appliances anymore. No. I like black or uh, I like the wood-covered appliances. Integrated panels. Personal Majority kitchens, they're doing... Hardwood throughout on the flooring? Is that what's happening? That's what's happening. Okay, as a Portuguese, it doesn't French, make any sense. By the way, you're Portuguese French. Yeah, so it doesn't crazy. make any sense. The French don't acknowledge me, though. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me regarding hardwood flooring in the most working room. It doesn't make it. That wood's going to wear out, and especially if it's a really pristine, clean, engineered of some sort. Right by the sink, right by the can stove. I, can I fight you on that, though? Go ahead, fight. Uh, I mean... I love it. I love I love hardwood because you can do a couple things. It's warmer on your feet unless you have radiant heat. If I drop something and say it's already a distressed wood, it's just say, say it isn't. Okay, but if it isn't, if I were to smash that on porcelain or ceramics, I'd have to replace that no, tile. No, if that porcelain was installed properly and you had full coverage underneath, bing, it's I know. Gone. I used to drop a hammer for a yes, test. Yes, and it and would it not break. It, porcelain is, and it's durable. You spill something. We always spill things. We yeah. always spill eggs. We always spill something. It's a high use there. My mother, my mother's throwing more <laughs> things on the floor than you could even imagine when she gets angry at my dad. <laughs> so I, I know that it all started with the designers. Let's just bring the hardwood right throughout the whole house and bring it right into the kitchen. And then three, four years down the line, those spots, the stove and the sink and the dishwasher and fridge sometimes, it's just so worn out. It's like walking into the portable in elementary school. It's all worn out by the door. It just... There's you have a porcelain, it gets etched, it gets scratches, and you can't repl you can't fix that again. So what's the solution here? Well, at least with hardwood, you could either refinish it or you could remove and replace it. Nobody's going to refinish their... Quick, or jump quick to refinish a kitchen. Hey, you get a good good engineered floor a good hardwood floor you could at least get a couple sands out of it's it it's almost an oxymoron right there engineered floor has what two mil eight no, inch no, three no. mil there's, there's some with quarter inch yeah quarter inch engineer yeah, yeah. finished material yeah. mm -hmm. i don't even know what kind of flooring that is what kind of floor is that because you haven't used vintage <laughs> <laughs> vintage is engineered yeah they have a lot of engineered okay I didn't and they're that. local okay. i know they're, they yeah. are they're good. and they're oak a lot of Polish guys work there. <laughs> <laughs> we made a stereotype on the last show about stucco, stucco and Polish guys. Um, what's your favorite tool, Tony? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. But we already know this. He already called it well, the beginning. I know, I know that it's not Hilti. Oh, <laughs> and I probably know it's not Bosch. Oh, wait, you're Portuguese. It's got to be Bosch. <laughs> Let him speak. Green, green, not blue, but green Bosch. Listen, I have a wide, I okay. Yes, my storage is 
Should I say the name? Of course. Is it okay? Yeah. So it is a Festool Sustainers. That's what I like to yeah, use. Yeah, they're great. So they're great. Uh, yes, they're, they're a little pricey, but you can't buy everything all in one shot, obviously. No, you never do. You never do. But I do have uh, the T-Stacks too, DeWalt. Storage, uh, I put material, screws, whatever in there. Again, I have Makita, I have Bosch. Uh, you have everything. Festool. But the drills. Kelty. The, <laughs> so I was gonna, I was gonna go there. I was gonna go there. I am looking for a new laser level, and the thirty was a PMG. I think it's called the, from Hilti. I, I'm intrigued they the by best that. lasers. You know, I, it's I'm funny is we, we had Paul from Mac Constructions Inc. who does self leveling, mm -hmm. and he swapped out from Leica to Hilti, and he loves Hilti. Okay. Part of the reason that he went Hilti is their recalibrating service yes. is half the price, and they already offered two of them. I think it was. So he was like, for the same price, he's getting a, he thinks a better laser. Listen, the, the truth is I've got a lot of mixed tools too. I mean, my go-to go yeah, tools yeah. and his go-to tools are, you know, Bosch and Hilti. I've got Makita. I've got a fine tool. Like all, that, my, yeah. all my carpentry or some of my really precise grinders all have Makita. I have DeWalt stuff. I know he doesn't like that. He likes to store stuff in his the boxes. Listen, I still, whenever I hear DeWalt now, I can't stop thinking about Mike from Greenstone oh. FM. And, and he's, I, we asked him about DeWalt and he's like, yeah, it's great for hanging pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but I, I will say that when Bosch launched their track saw last year, I am a fan of that track saw. Track saw. Really? I am. Oh, I'm a fan of that track saw. I'll and check the track. That out. I'm actually looking to, to buy a track saw. It, it's actually a really nice saw, man. Someone told me to go Makita, though. Really? Yeah. A couple guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of our good friends, Tony. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another Tony. <laughs> Another Tony. Uh, Timber Taylor. He oh, he yeah. loves his. He, I mean, he's tries everything and he loves his Makita. But he's a Hitachi guy, eh? He's but a, he's he's from Japan, right? No, well, so. he's very particular. He he really loves his precision tools. So, but you've uh, got a Festool miter. Yes, I do. Yeah. How is that? How do you like it? I like it, but I, my chop saw still Dewalt. Really? Yes. Reason being is for high crowns, a seven-inch crown. Let's say I like to cut it upright, nested. You do? You don't lay it down? I, I was never a fan of it. I find it's quicker for me to cut it upright. I go a lot quicker. So do you have a jig? Yeah. So I, I make like an L-shape jig just to, because, well, the DeWalt saw that I have, the chop saw, it has a higher fence already. Yeah. And it does. that helps. And the way it, it, its arm, it allows you to cut The mouth material. is big. The yeah. Mouth. That, that's the Wait. one thing, 12 inch DeWalt, you can get away with a yes. big crown so on that. I, you can. I specifically bought that. For my first project I was working on, I was doing a high crown. It was Niagara on the Lake. I'll never forget it. But man, it was beautiful. And you cut. haven't cut it yet. Cut which? What, your own miter saw with the miter saw. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes those guys put it in too tight and I see them cut right into it. <laughs> but yeah, so that's why I, I actually own three DeWalt chop saws. Oh, wow. So each one for a certain specific reason. But the Capex, it's so smooth though. Is it? It's so smooth. The but rails in the front don't make it kind of weird. I, I love it. Yeah. But the only thing is it doesn't allow me to cut high, let's say, fascia for the crown or the uh, fascia or the upstand. Some people call that. It's really smooth. It's, what it's is with smooth. the stand though? That stand the seems stand. a little weird. You have to know how to fold it, how to store it. But man, that stand is awesome. Is it awesome? Really? Yeah. Awesome. I remember seeing it for the first time and I was like, yeah, okay, awesome. replay that again. I don't know how to stand it's on that It's pretty works. neat. Especially, let's say... I rarely do condo jobs, but if I do, it's so. You're such talking a to a condo guy over there. I love condo. Whatever man. reason, but going into a condo, it's so beautiful. The stand is all integrated with the saw, 
just wheel it in. Done. So it's done. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite tool? My favorite tool that I like to use is the uh, the Festool track saw. That's, That's my, your go-to. I use that thing. Track saws are amazing. It's man. a game changer. Yeah. I used to use a jigsaw to cut, let's say, a fridge side panel. Belt sander, whatever. Belt sander, wow. planer. Yeah, planer. You got so many things here. You set up the track. Boom. It's so nice. And he hooks it up to a vacuum. You don't and even that, need a table saw better. anymore, by the way. You, you know, not really it, to cut smaller material. I mean, you can get away with the track saw, but you need a table saw. Still. Yeah, you still yeah. need it. But, but the if, track you, if you're stuck on an island and you have to choose one or the other, I don't know why you're on an island. You need a power tool. <laughs> There's no power. But if you're stuck There's on the solar side. power, <laughs> solar power. <laughs> and uh, don't forget the turbines <laughs> in the waves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do like that track. Yeah, so that was a game, I love game that island. For me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into vehicle land here oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, I already know what it is, so you might as well just spit it out. <laughs> you, usually, I beat, uh, usually I, we beat the guest here, so I don't get to see their vehicle. But wait a minute. But Tony, before we started and he was outside there, he actually which, mentioned your van. Hmm. The Sherry Cargo van? Yes. Oh, you, oh, okay, you no, but did you know it was 4x4 four four Unicorn? <laughs> one of the rare ones the real one. <laughs> yeah so before that he had before okay. the sprint let's hear it what's the joke come on there's no joke <laughs> there's no joke no but he's got a 2017 so 2017 sprinter that's what i the regular roof regular roof yeah um, and that was the dodge right no 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 that's so mercedes, it's a mercedes. It's a mercedes. Okay. yeah it's so ideal how much? How much do you want me to say about it? Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> say it. Okay. On, this is the. This, this is show's about, brought to you by IKEA. Don't worry. <laughs> on, this is this is about uh, giving people more ammunition and more directions and more options. So we've got a lot of guys. I think this is personal yeah. preference. Yeah. You're, you're, all of our three opinions are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> so I had. I was telling you just before we got started here. I had a, a Chevy cargo van. Nice. And it was a 2003. Had it for 15 years. I almost had 500k on it. Oh wow. wow! That thing was a beast. I drove everywhere. I had projects in Ottawa. Much, I'll give Chevy much that much. That it, you know what? We've heard their, that a lot. Their engines, yeah, they keep on going. The body, fantastic. It was a mint shape, but I, I did the tranny at uh, 220. I had to redo it again coming up and I'm sounds like, like someone's a little heavy on their foot uh, <laughs> it's, it's all the mileage I would do the those jobs. Portuguese Up burnouts Chevy <laughs> school quick <laughs> in the snow right yeah. <laughs> but um, going to the sprinter it is it saves you on gas uh, well it's diesel but man it's you save it's efficient it's so efficient it was diesel nice yeah so it's so efficient I uh, have it set up you know with your shelving I still want to modify it a little, but it's such a smooth ride. I wish I had a couple issues with it, just with the body. Like I was saying, a couple of yeah. spots. Um, I but think they, they're they notorious were for that. They were yeah. exactly. I, I can't believe it. you didn't use your olive oil on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's Portuguese, not Italian. Hey, I would rust proof it all the time. <laughs> Is that how you rust proof an Italian van? Is hey, that, you know, hey, hey, yo. hey, go get the olive oil, Tony. <laughs> Any other groups you want to offend on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and this is brought to you by Olive Oil. <laughs> we have no sponsors. That's it. Nobody's going to attach themselves to us. Um, okay, so I actually wanted to get into you. Got two other guys that are working for you. Two younger guys. Yes, they're doing well. So far, so good. How long have they been with you? <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> he was uh, the first time I seen a professional the whole time. Like. 
please God, <laughs> let this work out. <laughs> How long are we talking now? <laughs> they're, they're good guys, really good guys. Portuguese? Uh, actually, one is Russian. Wow. And one is a Hungarian background. Two great guys. Again, it, it's just to get them up to speed. How'd you this find is, them? So it was uh, through mutual friends. Uh, they knew I was looking for, uh, for help. I put a post on, the, on an app and they kind of respond. I had a, quite a few guys respond, but I didn't want to take on uh, someone who is experienced. Uh, I wanted someone to train. This way you can mold them, like I was saying earlier, the way I wanted to, to get things done. So it's just the growing pains again. I've been through a lot of growing pains with different people. Some worked out, which was great, but circumstances changed. They, they wanted to do something else. These guys, uh, it seems promising. It's just whether or not if they're going to stick with it so far. There is that question that everyone always asks is that you take somebody on, you teach them a bunch of tricks, then they take off and there's that, oh, I don't want to teach anybody anymore. I'm not even joking you. I've had in my 30 years in this business over a thousand employees. I'm not even kidding you. Like I'm not even kidding you. I have never kept anyone longer than four years. That's kind of the norm, I think. Well, what's with this four-year number? It, it, they I, just, same with they just move on. No matter how good you treat them or how awful you treat move them. Move on their own to their own. They, they just they do disappear. I, I had someone, and uh, he was with me for about, again, I'm telling you, it was four years of just over. They just wanted to do something else. So after you put all that into it. Another trade or just know, another uh, industry? Something totally different. Well, I don't know what, what he's up to now, but... Hopefully but Tony, this more. is really important. I think that they need to hear this. The guys that work for other people, we put a lot of time in our own personal money, our personal lo- relationships to the side to teach so these guys something. So true. And they burn that bridge so that it depends on how they leave because that's it's, key. But it's very yeah, rare. It's so rare. I, I don't. I don't mind teaching them and take the knowledge and do it. I mind if they don't do anything with the knowledge. I mean, we're all teachers. Everybody in this industry, you're all teachers. We're supposed to teach the next person and share that information so that they can take something with it. But if they're just leaving for the sake that, well, you know what, I could make more money, be better than you, then that's not the right mindset. And then they find out. The, green, the grass is not greener on the other side. Exactly. Then it's they not. learn real quick, and then all of a sudden they're coming back to you or somebody else, and they're getting a job that's less money, less favorable. And, and you can't expect when you start off to make big bucks. That's what everybody wants. The younger guys that's, are thinking that, though. But they shouldn't, because you got to start somewhere yeah. and learn the trade, whatever it is, whether it's a trade or, or, or into the workforce. You have to start somewhere. I always tell people, uh, how much you want? And they'll go, oh, I want 40 or $50 an hour. And I start laughing to myself. I go, how about this? Why don't you work for me for a week? I'll give you 20 bucks an hour. I'll give you, I'll give you the benefit yeah. of the doubt. You seem like you know what you're doing. If you prove to me that you're worth more than 20, I'll entertain it. If you don't, then I want some money back. And oh, good luck with that. <laughs> no, but, but honestly, the truth is, is that when, no, your space when, leave? when a customer hires Tony, they want a Tony's way. They don't want it the laborer's way. They don't want it the guys that are working for you. They want it Tony's way. They want Tony there, and they want Tony's way. But these guys should be looking at trying to build Tony 2.0. You know what I mean? Take your knowledge and leave that relationship on a positive note. Don't leave on a negative note. Have you been talking to Vanilla Ice lately? (laughs) (laughs) What does Vanilla Ice have to do with this? (laughs) 2.0. I don't follow him. (laughs) Tony's a big Snickers guy. No. 
big, Ooh. big Snickers. He's got a, he's got his TC in, embroidered into his Snickers, man. Really? Yeah. I'm wearing a Snickers jacket right now. Nice. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> Just for people that don't know. Oh, I'm, look at oh, that. Nice. Uh, look at yeah. that. Yes. I don't even have that one. I don't have yeah, that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> nice. I don't have that one. That one was too big for me, so then I gave yeah, it to you. You gave it to it me. Now I'm wearing it. It was a hand-me-up is what and it you know was. What? I wear it. It's actually pretty impressive, man. Yeah, no. I didn't expect it. It was very light, and I didn't expect mm-hmm. it to be that good of quality. And now I'm so impressed with it, I'm literally wearing it all the time. What other clothes do you wear next to Snickers? Uh, I, well, before, I used to use uh, different uh, brands. Uh, track pants? Track pants, no. I was never, I was never a fan. Uh, I, I, have, I know I have, you were. I, I have, know you are. Yeah, but you're Portuguese. No, Portuguese don't wear track pants on a job site. I've never seen a Portuguese. I've seen a Croatian on a job site with a track pants. Yeah, you don't want to see that. No. Why do you like track pants on a job site? They make no, no sense. So, so I... I like track pants for many reasons. Uh, one of them is I have bad knees also. So like you have bad knees yeah. and, and it's hard in, in jeans getting caught Snickers, up all the time. You can put, I, I was you just can put the pads. Yeah. Is Snickers Swedish? Yes. 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 And it doesn't move. The pad yeah. goes now, with your body. Now, is it really Swedish or yes. is it just labeled no, no, and no, no, sent no, to Sweden no, no, and then no, came no, over no, here? No, 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 okay. no. Don't be trying to. I really want to get down to some dirty stuff. Huh? What are the problems you have with homeowners? What are the occurring problems that homeowners are giving you that they're not ready for when you come in? Again, the issue about plumbing and electrical, they're not in the correct spot. Uh, that's usually not so often. Does but that slow if, you down? It does slow you down. Because Which is really interesting con- because when you have a kitchen layout, the, like you order a kitchen and you're expecting that kitchen to arrive. So you know where... The sink is the dishwasher. Some things are overseen sometimes. The plumber and the electrician, they didn't look at the drawings or what happened? So either if it's the GC on site or the homeowner didn't pay attention to that. And then they expect at the time of install that, okay, we might do something about it. But I mean, I'm not a a licensed plumber. I'm not a licensed electrician. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to be like the Maury Chapin of 60 minutes where I'm going to be like saying with a stop clock. And I'm going to be like, literally took at your drawings. And it'll take you 60 seconds to to assess mm-hmm. where that plumbing, where the crosshairs are supposed to be. They don't look at the drawings. But the, that, that's what it comes down to. They don't look that's at the drawings. Because you, a kitchen is the most definitive space. When you finally agree on the style of kitchen that you want and the carcasses that you're ordering, there's no give. Like that sink belongs here. That stove yeah. belongs there. So when that trade comes in to hook up the gas or hook up the wire, the, whatever, all that stuff... They know where it should go. They chose the appliances because all these cabinets are designed for these appliances. So you can be that client that at the last minute, 11th hour, change appliances and do that. But then you're asking for a major headache. I think the kitchen, like, they just don't look. I'm going to say the trade does not look at the drawing and doesn't get the crosshairs. But it's also the GC's responsibility to put those crosshairs to know where it is. Exactly. And what are the problems you're getting with GCs? Like, what's the frustrating thing about guys that are hiring you? Things not being plum level. Plum, eh? Um, especially in corners. Like, I, I, I'm sure you come across this sink unit. What's behind the sink unit? You got your drain and you got your water lines. What usually happens when you're mudding around there? Doesn't it bump out all the yeah, time? Yeah, of course it does. So how am I going to lay out the kitchen run straight, nice and plum, and to kind of line everything up? according to the plan so you kind of have to shift things again again that's the problem solving scenario where you got to play around with that like 
in a particular job I was working on, you put the unit on, it was sticking out one inch off the wall. The, the base unit, it's like, what am I gonna do here? So you gotta kind of equalize it, but then it throws everything else off. So it's a domino effect. So it's just ways of... Am I wrong to say when you're in the kitchen, because you bring up a really good point about the mudding there, and I'm not gonna point fingers at the mudders. The last like job the I Like the mudders did, or the mudders? <laughs> the mudders. Mudders. <laughs> but the last job that I did, my mudder came up to me and he asked me, do you want two, three finished coats around all the drywall where the kitchen's gonna go? And I said, no, why? It's, it's all getting covered, right? So why do I want to build that out? So you'll get the new guy or whatever, a mutter, and he will build it out. And especially if they missed the hole a little bit and they made it a little larger, then he's going to try to fill it. Is it sometimes with the plumbing that pushes that all out? That's also another point too. It could be if it was spray foamed and it could have and been pushed. No, I, I blame it. I'm a mutter. Okay. So who are uh, you blaming? I just see horrible mudding Early. skills. Okay. The guys are too in and out too fast and there's not enough love so would you it. be okay for not mudding those pieces no i really i really want to mud all that really? i really i when i open up my drawer i'm just that finicky when i open up my bottom drawers i don't want to see holes where bugs can come through mm. mice can come through uh, imperfections wait chunks wait, wait a minute the cabinetry have backing on it yeah. not all cabinets sometimes they only have strips on the top well, that's ikea not all like the Home Depot does it. There's there's other companies. I, I mean, Tony's a high end guy, right? Like, I mean, you do everything, but yeah. not everybody has a backing on there. True. It, okay. That would be ideal. You could just throw it up and you'd be done. That's but, peace of mind too when it's sealed, I guess. I mean, I hate it around cabinets. washrooms, like even where the toilet fixture is. Some most of the time, it's never finished. You have to put a big scussion plate around no, no, the no, outside. I'm talking about a section of wall where you're going to take a cabinet and you're going to drill the holes for the cabinet perfectly, and it's going to go right in front of the Do drywall. Do you think people have made me paint under there, and those chunks and imperfections, tape sticking out? I have to end up fixing it later, anyways. Hmm. So but I'd rather just have it done once. I disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're paying the mutter already. You might as well just let it get them to finish it. Let's talk a little bit about COVID. What's going on in this interesting world now? Our essential world. I've been fortunate to work on job sites where the one custom home that I was working in, he, he took the initiative, only one trade at a time in the house. So, which is great. Which is, I think, a fantastic uh, way of taking care of it. So it was myself and another guy, two of us there, and we worked on the closets we took all care of that sliding doors it was just two of us which was fantastic the following site same thing kept to a minimum now i think it's about five guys you can have on on a site uh we're being very careful with that and they're following those safety procedures i, I do like because now is actually i used to opt for the more expensive porta potty the more they call mm -hmm. them the cadillac, the cadillac. so it was yeah. like five by five separate yeah urinal, they're pretty nice and, toilets and you a have. sink okay. and a heat and the toy, everything, right? It wasn't the rickety-dickety kind of, you know, plastic thing. But I'm, I'm liking that the GCs now are asking for those things and having the hot water, having the mm -hmm. sanitation, all that stuff, right? Just out of curiosity, what is the difference in cost when you're paying for that? I never ever asked you that. It depends on where you find it, but I think that it's it's about twice the price. Okay, mm -hmm. so what's a normal power potty? Less than 100 bucks. Um, a week? Uh, no, a month. A month. So okay, so what would what would the up? You're in about two two twenty five two fifty sometimes. That's so worth it. The drop off carriage is a little higher because it's a bigger unit, so they have fewer units on the flatbed to drop them off. Versus you could fifteen thousand of the nature's calls or whatever those. And they clean ones. once a week. 
They clean them once a week. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, at that, co- I like that if there's a if there's a positive thing to this whole COVID, I like that as contractors we finally have hot water, we finally have sanit like sanitary uh, hand washing stations everywhere now. We finally have a larger bathroom. I, I like that. That's all happening now. We didn't before. Not everybody. Yeah, you're right. I mean, people are people are doing what they should be doing, cleaning their hands. Yes. A lot of people don't. I see painters eating with their hands. I see plumbers eating with their hands. They're not washing. Right now, we're re-educating people on not being cavemen and eating with clean hands. Today, I was actually talking to a rep, and he was telling me that before COVID started, Lowe's had about 50 online orders per month. They're getting 500 per day. You better embrace technology and you better accept the fact that you have to do things online now and you have to order it. I I love Amazon. I'm a huge Amazon fan. I've been with Amazon Prime for five, six years now. And this is brought to you by (laughs) Amazon. (laughs) These shows are all brought to you by lots of places. But the reason I like it is because the return policy and the convenience of it. And if I but there is no return policy. There is a 90 days you can reach with Amazon. Yeah. Okay. That's good. They give you the shipping for free. Okay. It doesn't cost you to return something. So you can get it, don't like it, return it. You can get it, don't like it, use it, return it. The big box stores are the slowest ones. And we've said this before, where construction is always the last one at the trough. And they should have stepped up and they should step up a lot faster, a lot better. And, and there should be pro lines, man. I, I did the Home Depot thing. I did an order just for a small little item because I was just curious. Went online, ordered it purchased it, got an email saying that you will get confirmation in 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Six hours later, I got yeah. the confirmation. It was already the end of the day. It was done. I'm waiting three, four days. So the next I day waiting. I went, I went to the parking lot and it was all roped off with shopping carts to only go one way. And I think personally, you better set up a pro line. Separate us, segregate us, man. Give us an HOV lane. I love that. That's I love what that I idea. Should, but the, these home, big box, they should be doing that. But there's another problem, Manny, and it's not a problem for you. It's not a problem for Tony, and it's not a problem for you know 60% of contractors. But there are a lot of contractors that have gone through bankruptcies or yeah. money problems. Mm-hmm. They don't have visas, and they can't use visas. They need to find a different system of paying for these guys to keep alive. So there are options here. There are, but you know, there's people like myself that aren't computer. I'm I'm computer illiterate. We we know what happened to the. It, it works. It, it's working for me. But <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there's people even there's a people that are worse off than me, and they're really having a hard time. Tony, they, you want to chime in, Tony? You've been quiet during this whole well segue. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit on the box stores. I've went a couple of times past couple of days. How was it? It was pretty brutal. Yeah. All I see is two people going in and out. Why don't you have a couple more people helping out? There, there's a huge lineup of cars. Yeah. Just get a couple people out there. Okay, it's no one's in the store. No customers going to the store. How come there's not more? You, you know what my theory is? And I told that to the rep today when he told me about how the lineup was massive and they can't keep up with the orders because they're getting 500 now per day yes, instead of okay. 50. I just said these guys are getting paid the exact same amount hmm. and they can walk slower now. There's no rush. There's no reason to rush. I'm getting paid the exact same amount. That's their mindset mm. of these employees that belong to the big box store. No, you're right. Why am I racing to go get this order? I had an employee one time. I was paying him 25 bucks an hour. He wanted 35 
I watched him for two or three days and I said, Hey man, can you pick it up? He goes, you're only paying me 25. I said, so you have two different speeds. You have a $35 (laughs) speed and a $25 speed. Really? Get out of here, man. So Tony, you're a young guy still. You're going to pass on the business to somebody else right now. I'm happy the way it's going right now. I'm happy. I've had the opportunity in the past to have a few jobs on the go. I, I, I went through that and I lost a lot of sleep. I was stressed. It uh, is. Yeah. It's stressful. Relationships. Uh, yeah, not so much. My wife is very understanding with that, but it was more, I just spent more time. I wasn't spending time at home with my family. I was worried, stressed, would lose sleep. So I didn't want to go through that. I'm just going to keep it a job at a time and, and, and see how it goes. But what I would like to do, I've been doing a few things with my son, passing what I know to him. A hammer? <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't start nailing the casing like I did. Did you give him the original <laughs> hammer you I, had? I wish I still had that. I know, eh? Those oh, are the things that you wish. I wish I still had that. But no, we've been, uh, I've been, we're building a desk for him right now. So Is he liking it? Like he's interested? It seems like he's very interested. Good. So in class, he, um, well, now it's online, but um, when they were in class, he was doing shop class. So they're starting to get into the woodworking. How old is he? He's 11. Okay, so we're going to have him on the podcast, by the way. <laughs> so he's 11 and they're doing shop class? They're shop class. So, yeah, it's pretty pretty neat. And he's, it's the French immersion program that he's in. Okay. So everything's in French. So I was like, well, I don't he's know. He's not going to Trudeau, is he? What <laughs> <laughs> Trudeau? Trudeau. Uh, Trudeau school. Oh, that's right. Trudeau. Yeah. On Grace. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. California sandwiches. <laughs> is that where the California... Yeah, just... Yeah, Claremont. right up. On the one way, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the original place. Mara, the original. The, on Claremont. Claremont, that's right. Yes. But now it's different. It's not all, all French. It's like oh, they mixed half it? and half. It's half and half. He's embracing it, uh, but I'm showing him. He's enjoying it. So instead of having the shop class there at school, we're doing it at our place. So he's embracing it. Hopefully he's, hopefully he sticks with it. Is he going to go to Central Tech? <laughs> um, so we're not downtown anymore. So we're in the West End. The school, the high school that he will end up going, there is a technical program there so hopefully this is good to hear that we're hearing some schools still have yeah the technical but you know what's great to hear is that tony's probably one of the only guys i know that's in construction that wants to see his kid in construction all my other buddies are like no way they're not gonna be in my trade (laughs) but you know what even if he decides not to go with it at least he has something to fall back on and he's learning something yeah and again i'm gonna whatever he decides to do i'll encourage we'll both encourage them but if he can learn the trade, for sure, I'll be happy to pass that on. You know, I'll be happy to pass that on. I would like to talk about something that you may not want to talk about. Before you do that, we have our final segment. Oh, well, we have Greenberg Talk <laughs> with Manny. No, I'm just no. joking. That's with me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a question for both of you. Manny probably already knows it, but uh, I'm going to ask you anyways. Mm-hmm. So these are infractions. Operator leaving controls of a machine unattended. What do you think the fine is? Probably a couple hundred bucks, that's for sure. Five fifty. Yeah, probably around there. Seven fifty. Two fifty. Two fifty. That's it. That's it for leaving a machine unattended. Oh but, wow! But think about that. Anyone could jump in that machine and. Like, that's what I mean. That's yeah, not that a harsh be. enough fine. I know, but that's first oh. offense. First offense. Oh, first offense. So your first Joe ride. Okay, so three guys are having a coffee and a cigarette in front of a backhoe. A kid jumps in and kapoom. Three guys are dead. 250 bucks. That's not right. Everyone's lives have changed. That's serious. Yeah. Wow. Today's show is brought to you by the Green Book. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now, Cardito. So I want to talk about prices. 
Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, there's no set price in construction. We talk about this all the time. I like to say that uh, we all use different things, different tools, different trucks. Mm-hmm. What are going rates of an average kitchen? To actually manufacture? So I want, I want a brand new kitchen and I want a brand new cabinet. That's a loaded question, man. There's too many no, variables. What's, so, what's the going rate typically? You can start anywhere. I think the, the base rate is probably about 40, 50 grand maybe. All right, Probably so something like that. <laughs> okay, and again, depends. I know his his stress level just went through yeah, the roof. Well, again, and mine like were like, for, yeah, that's pretty cheap. Kitchen, let's say in my place, no, I'm not going to spend that much, obviously. So, I mean, if the clientele that niche market, that's kind of a base. You know, well, I think, I, I think an gonna, average kitchen. I want to talk about things a bank doesn't, and I'm going to bring that up. That's so I know, I know, right now I priced the kitchen out and it was about twenty five thousand. Okay. I didn't get the job just for the cabinets. Complete kitchen. Oh, complete kitchen a complete built without quartz, without quartz so no countertops. countertops. So it was just cabinets, pantries. How many installed. linear feet? How many linear feet of bottoms and and uppers? It would be about uh, about twenty four linear feet, lower and upper, four pantries and an island. So I got it around for twenty five. That's 25, a lot. Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand uh, MDF painted. Mm-hmm. Um, she Baker. took, she took $7,000 from Ikea and 3000 to build it. That's what I lost. I lost the job to an Ikea kitchen, but let me tell you, it really showed Ikea <laughs> open tops. There was no crown molding. There was no valance on the top. So it's basic. basic. There's dust going in. There's spiders yeah. going. But she got it the for $10,000. Inside $10, corners uh, uh, where the 22.5s meet, they're all open, all, like three sixteenths. That's you look underneath, cheaper. you can see the screws from underneath. And then when you open the doors, you can see they've been wrapped. You know? What do you mean? Thermofoil? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, you know, this is like probably one of the areas that you spent the most time next to the washroom. But she saved $15,000. But she's got to look at this. And you know what? She complains to me every single time I come by Ugh. that this and this and that. Why are you done. still there? I'm finishing the jobs that the contractors that she so thought she would save money on, I'm finishing their loose ends. They just got frustrated because they weren't making the money that they should. They just walked. They walked by not finishing the microwave covers. They hmm. didn't finish the tops. There was many things they didn't fine tune and tweak out. They just came in. Slap it together. Opened Basically. up the boxes, took the cardboard and just slammed it on. You're saying $15,000 save she saved, but she's not saving that because when I'm done... Oh, I'm being facetious. No, I know. I'm just saying that when she's done now, this is going to cost her more than her just going with me the That's first okay. time. And it was custom. Do you know it's, what I mean? It's not custom. No, but when you build something for your home and you're not just opening up a box and then just putting fillers on the end to just close it up, this is built for that kitchen, not coming out of a box store in boxes and you're trying to assemble it. I actually do want to start a new segment. I don't know what we're going to call it yet. <laughs> I wanted to see if Tony, you would give up a trade tip, anything at all. A trade tip. I want to try to get every single one of our guests that come on to give us a trade tip based on their trade. Something that they may have learned over the years recently in the past or whatever, just any, it could be anything. Anything at all. If there's something that first And it can't be, don't be in this business. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a trade tip. I'm just trade warning. (laughs) Well, in terms of installing? 
What's a nice trick that all of a sudden somebody saw you do it and all was they were like, hey, I, I know, don't that. use a jigsaw. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you need a jigsaw. <laughs> um, well, one thing I, I this is something I've learned. It's it's I didn't come up with this is putting on end panels or you know a filler. I you, you probably saw this on one of my posts. I uh, put one of the legs underneath the bottom of the shelf shelf of the ca base cabinet just to support it so it sits on. Yeah. You can line it up. Yeah. Simple tip. I. I Learn from someone, and that always stuck with me, and I use it till this day still. That's a nice little tip. It is. It's actually a really good tip. Yeah. There we go. New segment. Mm. So <laughs> you want to call it construction tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that at the next meeting. <laughs> Any more questions? Well, I have a question. Oh, may I? gets me nervous when guests ask us questions. It's going back to the washrooms. Oh, going dum, is, is that dum, okay? dum, no, totally. This is going to be a real dump. <laughs> it, it might be it might. So, let me ask you this is it worth putting a functional working toilet in the basement with a working sink instead of having a porta potty outside no i rather have a porta potty outside? in the correct one okay because i think my personal opinion is that the trays will be more pigs on a site fixed toilet and just the idea of how everybody got upset about me taking that first pee in a toilet that's installed by a plumber if the client gets wind of that not a new toilet no i know Wait. but still that there was all this urinating oh, and defecating going okay. on inside my house but manny you said it the wind <laughs> <laughs> i'm just I, i'm against it i'm totally okay. against it i i think that you a porta potty we know what that room is we know what it's about outside we know that it goes away but the memory of the idea of having it inside the job site on someone's home that memory is never going to go away that's on, my opinion honestly i i also believe that next to not using the customer's washroom unless they don't supply in the cost yes an outside yes. if you're not if you don't want to pay for a porta potty you deserve stains in your toilet especially if you don't have a brush to clean it. But another thing is, I, I really believe next to not going to the bathroom in someone's home is you shouldn't be eating their food or accepting drinks. <laughs> oh, you mean if they offer I, food? I don't believe in creating relationships with people until the a job's line, done. A line. And that's so private, like toilet paper, mm -hmm. hair, you know, smells. Homeowners don't want it. What are your thoughts, Tony? No, it was just more of if you're renovating the whole home, if it's... Uh, you know, I think you have a porta potty. I think you, I think you, it's no different than you would bring a bin for your trash. It's part of the job. Listen, guys have to go to the bathroom, man. Oh, oh we yeah, do for sure. And you don't want your guys walking down the street to the local because that becomes a whole escapade. The reason why I brought this up, why did you bring it up? The reason why, because one particular site, the GC, that's mandatory on their, on their sites. They put a working toilet, working uh, sink. They have soap wipes now especially now with the covid going on they'll take the time to do that but they clean it they don't any and you know what i'm with you as well carlito if you're going to use a toilet clean up after yourself yeah i don't want to see wipe it whatever if you know why, sink, why, why, sink, why wipe. don't i wipe the porcelain every time even if i didn't I, go to the bathroom i, I know but why why don't they just get a porta potty for, oh for one this was the condo project but okay. even, even other sites that they've had it yeah. was mandatory that's their policy to have a working toilet 
for all the trades. But they well, no, legally it. speaking, you need to have one and running water now, yeah. hot water. So it's like we have to have this now. Condos are a different animal. That's it the is. reason why yeah. I've only ever done one condo. I just don't like the idea of depending on the floor. Mm-hmm. But in condos, just so you know, um, if you are playing by the rules, and a lot of guys don't like condos because of the rules, and I'm okay with it. I've learned to play the game. I make good friends with the management by following the rules and the superintendents. Superintendents are very you know, important you know, in high-rise here's a cra- buildings. Here's a crazy idea for condos, for all the condos that are being built in Toronto now. Stupid amount of condos that are being built. I think every single floor should have a construction toilet on it. I was leading to this. So when you as a tenant have a unit, a condo, and you're going to renovate it for whatever reason, you get a key, and that contractor has to take care of that toilet because they're the only ones that have access to that toilet. But there should no different than the garbage disposal room. True. You create a toilet and a sink, basic, on a, each condo floor. Before you finished my conversation with yours... I was leading to every building has a laundry room in that condo. So every apartment, every condo has a But you're going back to the client saying that you used my and you dirtied my. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is if you play by the rules of the management and superintendent, they will give you a swab to go down to the laundry room. And the laundry room has washers and dryers with a two piece bathroom. And you as a contractor can leave the unit, go downstairs to the whole building where they wash. And I'm just saying it's a bathroom no, outside it. of it and the superintendent cleans it. So it's just another loophole for guys that work in condos. That's what I do. I send the guys downstairs to the laundry room and you get into condos, Tony. It's rare. It's rare. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the odd one. It's the odd one. Okay, so I think we offended enough people on this show. (laughs) (laughs) We learned a lot about Tony. Again, it's at tc.installations with an S dot Inc. on Instagram. That's correct. You've got your clientele. It's all word of mouth these days, right? It's That's all it is, word of mouth. Word of mouth on digital or is it still word of mouth in person? You know what? I did not want to get involved with social media, social media at all, but you're doing a pretty good job for it. But you know what? When, and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. But when I did it, it, it was like, ah, wasting so much time on it. But this just past year, it's crazy how much response I get from it. A People lot, reaching out. A lot out. of companies reaching out and I unfortunately can't take on that work. So yeah. I'm kind of picking and choosing right now. But I really appreciate everyone following. And just seeing. use it for what it's worth, yes, man. That's yeah. all. Just take it for what it's worth and then and then make it work for you instead of the other way around. That's all it is. But, you know, man. I just try to show what we yeah. do. And, and it's that's kind of my Yeah, yeah you got uh, your festival Fridays. You guys <laughs> think no, but Sundays. There's, but there's more to Tony than that. Like, I'll, put some, I'll post something and 10,000 people won't say anything. And Tony will put a like or mm. a comment. And it's always nice to... To have someone interacting with you, and even if you don't know them, now I know you, and there's a lot of people stuff I don't like. (laughs) It just doesn't. It doesn't capture me. It doesn't invite me. I'm actually I'm humbled by you guys saying that. I really appreciate. Sometimes it's like just a quick picture can do a. I thought I'm really liking Manny stuff lately. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is like going hardcore. (laughs) We gotta get out of here, man. So Tony, thanks very much at tc.installations with an s dot inc on instagram 
We really appreciate finally getting on the show. You're getting close to our 75th show, man. Wow. You, you believe wow. that? You remember when we got started way wow. back? We were little ones. Wow. <laughs> are you talking about Mike? No, no, no. <laughs> Don't be upsetting anybody. We are. Hopefully COVID does clean up a little bit. Something happens because uh, we are planning something interesting for our 100th. Yeah, it's really cool. Something interesting for our 100th. Yep. Okay. Get us out of here. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Really Guys, appreciate thank you it, for having me. Thank you so much, and this has been very enlightening, and always a pleasure. That's it, man. That's it. 416 TO Baby Construction Life. Yo, Tony! <laughs> <laughs> Shitty school! <laughs> 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 <laughs>